in the 38 years since the United States has won four World Cup titles and four Olympic gold medals, making it one of the most successful national teams for the Americans. Those premier teams get a lot of love, but the 85ers, as they're known, have not. It wanted to be the world governing body of the sport, and yet it didn't want to recognize women's football. This has been a long, long journey, a story with many, many chapters. And it goes back long before this last year, long before 1999. And so I think the only place to start is by recognizing the very first U.S. Women's National Team in 1985. Welcome to a new series of Flame Bears, special edition U.S. Women's Soccer Originals celebrating the first U.S. women's national soccer team. I'm your host, Jamie, and I am beyond excited to be co-hosting this season with FIFA Player of the Century, Michelle Akers. Hey, team! In this series, we'll hear from the infamous 85ers. They blazed a trail at a time when women's soccer wasn't an Olympic sport, and the Women's World Cup didn't even exist. We get to celebrate these badass originals who I am so proud to call myself a teammate of. These icons you don't know yet, but we're changing that. They're players who came from all over the country, some on scholarships, others playing different college sports because women's soccer didn't even exist at the time. Setting the foundation for what is now the biggest event in women's soccer this summer. Their stories have never been told until now. Now let's kick it off to today's episode. Alongside Stacey Enos, who we've already met, and Emily Pickering, who we'll meet soon, Lori Henry was one of the original Tar Heels to blaze the trail to the U.S. women's national team. Lori Henry, defender on the 85 original team and made it to the World Cup in 91. Oh, and the captain. Lori, tell us about your first soccer memory. Wow. There's so many. I think it was trying out for the state team and I didn't know anything about the state team. And my dad found out about it and he took me to the tryout and I didn't know anybody. And we went through a bunch of drills, but I met a lot of really cool people and I thought, if nothing else, I had a really good time. Lori and Michelle, because we have you both on, I know you go way back. You knew each other before the 85 team, right? We did. And actually, we went to rival colleges. And that kind rival of Rival high schools? Rival oh, yeah. club teams? Rival colleges? I actually was on the national team in, in high school. And then Anson recruited me. And I was not ready to leave home. And so I went to Shoreline Community College for two years, transferred in, and played three at Carolina, won three national championships, never lost a game. Wow. Yeah. So I knew I was, I was just young. I wasn't ready. And I, when I was ready, I was there. Wow, that's cool. That, I didn't know that. I, I love that you did that. Was that a hard decision? At the time, I was so flattered, and I knew I was going to go to college. And the reason I knew I was going to go to college is because I was surrounded by strong women on the state team that that's what people talked about. What college are you going to go to? And I was like, oh, I, 
I guess I'm going to do that. Everybody else is doing it. And so that's a benefit of sports in all sports is the people you're around, you kind of have goals and then you want to achieve those. So I feel really blessed that we were in the beginning of that. So given that you already knew each other or who each other were by the time the U.S. team got together, what were your reactions? Like, how did you feel when you you saw each other also on the team? Yeah, it was, uh, no, I knew, I was like, yes, Lori Henry, thank God. I was so happy. Me too. Thank God she's on my team. Thank God we got to play on the U.S. team together. That's what I was like. Thank God she's beating the shit out of me on all these other teams. And I was I was so happy when we had games as the USA because I, I, I got to watch her beat the shit out of other people besides <laughs> me. It was great. Uh, well, on the flip side, I got so tired of you killing us every time. I never won a high school game against her. No. Never. Really? In four years. Yeah. Wow. You beat us every time. <gasps> A matter of fact, they I played center mid, which is not my position, and I yeah. was just like, "Where? What am I doing?" And you would, you guys were so good, it, just amazingly good. So it was it was a pleasure to finally play with you on. Yes. And it was our first state team, I think. I was like, these uniforms are amazing, right? I I was so excited. Then I was then they said, "Oh, you have to pay for your trips," so I had to quit. Yeah. And, how it's so different now. We were so grateful to get anything back then yes. in the eighties that we thought, okay, this, this is, you know, we got uniforms and then this traveling team got maroon sweats, I think on sale at Safeway. I don't know, <laughs> but we were so happy to have sweats. Yes. No yes. one I knew had sweats like that. So tell us about your team. Who were they and who are the 85ers? It is one of those teams where we were so competitive and we went to the sports festival on different teams and we were rivals and 70 girls get together and I had heard there's going to be some national team picked. I didn't know what that was. I was 19 years old. They picked 17 girls out of 70 and Coach Ryan brought us all together at the end of the tournament. We're all sitting on the field together with our regional teams. And and I was sitting there thinking, I had a great experience. If I go home, I am happy because I met all these awesome people and I got to play in this tournament. And they're naming people and we're cheering. Michelle makes it and -and so-and-so makes it. And we're just cheering for them. And I'm like, I'm so happy for them. I got to play with them. And the last name picked, I didn't hear, but my teammates jumped on me. And I had no idea. I'm like, what? What? I made the team. I was beyond my expectations. And I was the youngest player. And I thought, wow, this is going to be fun. So I have been looking through my boxes, just like Michelle does, and I found the very first original article on the women's national team. The very first is from... Uh, Our game was on August 18th of 85. This came out the next day in the new Italian newspaper in 1985. And wow, there's me, the very first picture ever of the national team in print being taken out by a forward. (laughs) How could that happen? (laughs) So the title is 
as you know, the Italian jerseys are blue, so it's blue with great effort beat the Americans. So that's the very original first article ever. I remember they were, like we were great athletes, but but they were better soccer players. <laughs> without, without a doubt. Yeah, uh, and we had a long way to go to understanding that, but it didn't take us long. It was our first introduction into international soccer. And it's a whole different game than what we played in college or on the state team or on our club teams. We're very polite players. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no is so true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like uh, that, what they did to us, uh, like, like what I experienced, you would get an elbow in the neck. They would, Ooh. they would grab your crotch and pull you on the ground. Yes, they would. No way. They would go. Yes. And when you're on the ground, they would just stomp on your arms or ankles or legs. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, referee. And and it was such an education to, to find out that no Italian referee is going to call a f- foul on an Italian team so they could do whatever no. they wanted to you. Yeah. And you just had to figure out how to win. Right, Henry? Yeah. They played uh, men's soccer. Yes. You know what I mean? Because yes. there's so much physical contact. And th- that introduction was probably the best we could have had because then we're like, oh, that's how you play? Bring it on. And yeah. we were like, we gave it back. Lori, catch us up to today. How did you go from UNC soccer player to PE teacher? Yeah. Did What did you uh, major in? What did you study at UNC? I did physical education. And that's what I am as a teacher. And I always knew I wanted to do that. At my high school, my high school PE teacher, Vicki Gorman, who I thought, I want, she loves her job so much. I want a job with that I want, love so much. And I took every class. I TA'd for her as much as I could. And then I came back into Shoreline and I, I went and saw her and I said, I am here today because of you. And I ran into her at the grocery store uh, about three or four days ago. And Michelle, she goes, hey, her and her husband were there. She, they go, we just went to dinner downtown at this sports bar and your picture was there. Wow. And I'm like, really? She told me what it was. And it's our 1991 poster picture is up on the wall in this bar downtown Seattle. Oh, wow. So, but I became a teacher because I had a great teacher. Yeah. That's so cool. That is cool. You'd, you'd be such a fun PE teacher. I love it, but it's a hard job just like anything else. But, you know, I did college coaching for 10 years and, you know, I knew I didn't want to do it forever. It was, I, I was assistant coach at UNC Greensboro for four years. I got the head coach at Ohio State. I was there for four years. And then my mother passed away and I thought, you know, I can, I can find a job anywhere. But I wanted to move back home with my family, my dad, who was a huge supporter for me. And I just went right back to school, got my uh, teaching cert. And at that time I was at SPU. And Amy and Leslie were at UW. And I said, hey, I got my afternoons for you guys. Want somebody to hang out? They're like, yeah. So I became a volunteer coach for them for about wow. three seasons. Oh, that's amazing. I never yeah. knew that. So yeah. And fun. then I got a job. <laughs> so I did that for I did that for free. I just was like, give me a sweatshirt. I'll do it. Given that Lori loves her job so much, we needed to sit down with a few of her colleagues to get the inside scoop. 
We got the full Lori squad of colleagues and friends who wanted to contribute to Lori's episode. I'm Nancy Warfield, and I am the office manager at Kellogg Middle School. And uh, we're a school of a thousand students, grade six through eight. And Lori Henry is one of our health and fitness teachers. My name is Bill Murray. Uh, I know Lori. We've been co-workers for 23 years now in Shoreline School District here in her hometown where she grew up. I'm Mindy Dalziel. I have known Lori almost 20 years. We have coached together and we currently teach together. I'm getting the sense that this is just a small part of the Team Lori squad. How do you each know Lori? I met her in 2006 when she started at Kellogg and her and I just became friends and our friendship has grown to be kind of a sisterhood with a couple other gals from school. One of the my greatest blessings, I think, is my friendship with Lori. We are both middle school PE health teachers. Oh, so you work very closely with her. Okay. Yes. Awesome. We have been side by side for, we call each other our, our uh, work spouses. She's my work <laughs> wife. I'm her work husband. Yeah. <laughs> we claim that our PE office is our dorm room because we've got lights and chairs and <laughs> we hang out a lot together. You all obviously know Lori super well. I assume you've known about her role on the 85 team forever, right? Well, I must tell you, Lori is the most humblest person I've ever known. I would not have known about her notoriety if it hadn't been for the other high school across our district is where she graduated from. And they were doing a special honor to her and was putting retiring her jersey or something like that. I wasn't 100% sure. And I was, I asked her, what's that all about? And she, and I went, are you kidding me? Why, why do I not know this about you, Lori? I mean, you know, I brag for her because she is so humble. It's amazing. I have seen her where a parent came over and was telling her about what a great coach they are, not her, because they don't know. And Lori was like, you know, that's very insightful. That is fantastic. Never, ever does she say, well, I might have a little experience with coaching and soccer. No, that's not who she is. Lori never focuses on herself. Honestly, she's very quiet and soft-spoken about it. She really never really brings it up on her own. She, I think, is really recognizes how... Uh, special it was and really is humble about it with her experiences. Uh, sometimes we just get into some conversations about just how it all started coming together her early days at North Carolina and just how she just started seeing how things were starting to develop and they threw together the national team. I think there were some stories about how on their first international trip they didn't even have uniforms I don't think I think they borrowed the men's uniforms or something along those lines you know she just really is uh is appreciative of that whole experience and the travel that she gives her and she talks about that sometimes with the other kids but she never brings it up only if somebody else brings it up unless you really know her you might not know that part of her she, she's very proud of where she came from and she'll talk about it in private but I feel like 
she's kind of one of those trendsetters that helped start so much of what our youth soccer program needs right now. They need to see these women that came from small towns and, and work their way through some, you know, some pretty epic years of experience in college and injuries, and they're still there and they're still wanting to give back. One of Lori's best attributes, according to Nancy, is her inclusivity. One of my very favorite moments, um, I mean, there's hundreds of them, but Lori is especially inclusive for all students. And at track meets, when we have a self-contained class, so kids that are profoundly intellectually disabled, she would encourage them to come out for track. And she would make this tunnel of love and talk to our regular ed students about how it feels to be part of a team and how many times these students don't feel like they're part of a team because they are in a self-contained classroom. They don't have much exposure with everyone else. Anyway, she started this culture of the kids would go face each other and make this tunnel of love. And then she would, you know, have one of our other students run through it with them. And, you know, this was several years ago. But one of my treasured moments is to see how all of the students benefited from her, you know, thoughtfulness. Our students learned, our regular ed students learned empathy. And our special ed students learned how it was to be part of a team and not to be on the other team, to be within the same team. Bill reiterated this sense of positivity. She's just really a joy to be around, a really positive person. Anytime you're around her, she basically only allows good vibes. (laughs) So, I mean, it's kind of my favorite part about being around her and working with her and being able to have done that for the last 20 plus years. Before we wrap up, Lori, what do you want to say to the current World Cup team? Live your dream. We can get three in a row. We got this. Thanks for tuning in to Flame Bears and massive thanks to my amazing co-host, Michelle Akers. If you'd like to send a letter or a video of appreciation for Lori Henry, please reach out to Marissa P at flamebears.com. That's Marissa P, M-A-R-I-S-S-A-P as in Potter at flamebears.com. Hope to hear from you and we'll catch you on our next episode.